Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to the hottest talk radio show around. Providing an open discussion for some of the most important social issues and trending topics today. From personal growth or spirituality to sex and relationships, no subject is ever taboo. So prepare to be empowered, enlightened, and entertained during another episode of the award-winning Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Real people, real topics, real talk. Technical issues, technical issues, always, always. Oh, apologize for the delay. Um, I think I have Kyrie online now. We'll go ahead and jump right into our chat section. Kyrie, you there? Yes, sir. Okay. Hello? Man, like oh. you said, always issues. <laughs> always <laughs> issues. The first. Wow. Okay. was totally, And I ran through the whole thing earlier today because I was using a microphone. I had to get that together for next week. But you know what? Because we're so pressed for time, which one of these do you want to talk about the most? Which one is really getting up under your skin? Shoot, uh, all of them. What, what but, do you feel uh, about the R. Kelly situation? Okay, now that. <laughs> that is, I don't, well, now I do, I'm with a lot of other people like, why are you all just now doing this? Because he's been doing this for years. You know, being from yeah, Chicago. Yeah, this is since the 1990s, actually. And, you know, I mean, he's been seen at Kenwood, like they said, I'm definitely okay at Kenwood High School, you know, picking up the girls. And and I will say, uh, a lot of those girls would come to him at this place called Hoops. They didn't tell this on there, but this place called Hoops, where he plays basketball. We used to play basketball every uh, Wednesday night. And, um, mm-hmm. but my thing is, no matter what the girls do, you, you are the adult. So you should right. have control the situation, which it really shouldn't be a situation with a child, but you should have been in control. That's right. my opinion. Um, now, as far as um, Drea Kelly, I will not call her a victim. After I've seen these videos, you know, she's upset with people talking about him. Right. They said these are from years ago. They said these are from years ago. I saw, like, two videos, and one where her – talking about her baby daddy, as long as he do X, Y, and Z. They said those are from some years ago. So I don't know what happened that made her turn. I heard, I heard the, the, the one in the car. But I heard the one in the car from last year or uh, whatever. I uh-huh. said, well, okay. I, said, so then what, I said, that's when she was still getting paid to be quiet. Right. I right. said, so now right. that the right. checks are running out, you crying. You on every talk show that are listening, you on there crying. But look, so, no, but, like, but this is – I don't know how how true like celebrity net worth is, but Andrea Kelly mm-hmm. is worth forty million dollars. R. Kelly on the same list is worth only one million dollars. So she really has no financial gain. They said she got allegedly fifty million dollars from her divorce from R. Kelly back in I think it was twenty two thousand seven, two thousand and six, mm-hmm. something like that. So she really has she no was. financial gain. I, I was just surprised to see. And then it said like. Since the first broadcast, like his his sales have, have spiked, like I think it was sixteen or eighteen percent. Um, so I don't even know if this has an effect. But I mean, I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I, I, I number one, do not condone if the allegations are true. And every, like you said, everybody's known this since like the '90s when these allegations first came out. And evidently, it wasn't enough 
for people to really dive into it. I know he was brought up on some like porn charges before, but it was nothing really that stuck that that took him out of the game. But now all of a sudden, well, this I, I saw the day that they yeah. did issue something. Something's going on in Atlanta now. I think I don't know if he was arrested or if they're investigating something now as a result of um, surviving R. Kelly. But oh yeah, they're probably probably, they're probably doing an investigation. Um, and now it, it's a lot of things they left out. You know that they didn't or they chose to leave out. Like Sparkle was on there. Mm-hmm. She was saying how. Uh, she said that. What did she say? Uh, she oh, she thought it was her niece on the video, and so right. she went to her. Uh, and she went to the. But see, here's what she did say. Here's how everything, everything kicked off back in the um, back when it first jumped off a few uh, them years ago. Sparkle did right. saw her niece on that tape, but what she did was she was trying to blackmail him, and she wanted some money. R. Kelly? And she, you know, I, yeah. Oh. So that's how everything came out. So it came out. She's like, I want, you know, you gonna pay me. His thing was, you can do whatever you're gonna do. I'm not paying you. And he said this on the interview. He was like, he didn't say her name, but of course, people in Chicago know who it was. Right. He was like, you can do what you want to do. I'm not paying you any money. So you go ahead and do it. And so she did what she was gonna do. But what happened was, it ended up backfiring, and she lost her recording her contract and her career. So we haven't heard any yeah, news from her from back then. Until now, by extent, her new single for uh, sexual abuse victims is out now. Uh, um, just on Saturday. Uh, <laughs> so, so look, your personal your personal opinion, you, you believe the allegations? Yes, very much so. Okay. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah, not a damn thing. This is a lot but of I mean, pressure. I mean, he already, you don't think, you don't think even now? Well, what can they do to him? Because it's. It's, um, a, a lot of those, those girls are now women. Then the main girl in the video, she's still with him. The girl that was 14 years old on the tape, Sparkle's niece, she's still with him. Yeah, so, that was when the mom said she see him in the street, something like that. How, so how old yeah. is she now? She's oh, if she was with him. 20, is she, she's over 18? She's she is, she is, she she well in her 20s, yeah. She's a grown woman okay. now. But people back so then, this is, they, you know, she went to court she and her parents went to court. Yeah, she was 14, but her, her and her parents were in the court, and it was like, that's not her on the video. Even though if you, oh. video, like I did, you could plainly yeah, see that that's her. Ma'am, girl, that's you. Right. Girl, that's you all day. Right. But it's like, what mm. kind of, and, it, and I'm like, well, what kind of parents do you have for them to look at the video and say that that's not my daughter? You see this grown man peeing on your daughter. So you sold her out for how much? I don't know how much. That's what I was getting ready to say. That's what I was getting well, ready to say. The word on the curb is the word on the curb is he paid them four hundred fifty thousand. I don't know if that's factual yeah. or not. That's just that's just a word. That was a word back then. I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. Because I was also yeah. wondering, you know, if if nothing had, like you said, nothing substantial had been done. This has been going on since the nineties. Nothing really has been done about it. If it was. Any type of, if it were, if it were girls of another persuasion, if it was Caucasian little girls, um, I believe somebody else would have stepped in. It would have been something more dumb up because all of these seem to have been African-American girls or women of color, girls of color. Right. Um, they kind of like something on the rug. Right. Nobody cared. Because that, but had he had uh, Becky up in, that, up in that place. Becky? It would be <laughs> right. It would be all type of trouble. Exactly. Exactly. 
Wow. 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 All, wow. all little girls, all little black girls. And so now people, but people are victim blaming. They're blaming the girls. They're blaming everybody but him. They're like, well, why is this going on? This is, the dumbest thing I've heard yet is that this is a distraction from the Trump uh, government shutdown. I was like, are you all serious? Y'all sound stupid. This- Being that you mentioned that, so we're going into, I think today is day 18, and at midnight, if nothing is reached, the federal employees still will not get a check again coming up, I think it is, what, this Friday. What do you, what do you think about this, this shutdown that your president has seen? I think it's awful. I think it shows how heartless he is because not only are the federal employees not getting paid, but those that are in need of uh, EBT stamps will not get their stamps. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, I think that started the mothers, in February when the funds are yeah, out. All, all type of food assistance programs, yeah. Yeah, your, your, your WIC, all of that is gone. So all this yeah. for a wall because he wants a wall, which is crazy. A wall. Uh, uh, ineffective wall, which I guess he feels is going to stop people from climbing over. But I saw something online. I don't know if it's true or not, but they got these sophisticated tunnels that go up underground. People taking planes, yep. taking boats. People are not climbing over walls. They're not trying to, to walk through, through to, to exactly. get to the country. So uh, I think that's, you know, I hope something has worked out. I know the, Democrat, the Democrats are trying to pass bills to end the shutdown, but you know, evidently he has enough power that he's able to maintain the shutdown for now 18 days. And he said he'll it'll take years if he doesn't get what he wants, which I think mm-hmm. is a little insensitive to the rest of the country. But um, yeah, like, like you were saying. And, he's, mm-hmm. and these TS, like, the TSA agents, are, the T, the TSA agents aren't getting paid, and I'm, I yeah, guess they're exactly. expected to come to work. If I came to work and I was a TSA agent, if you had six bricks of cocaine, I'm letting you out. <laughs> Come on through. <laughs> right. 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 Bricks of cocaine yeah. and several guns, I don't give a damn. Go. I know. And that's that's my like, I think it's 450,000 federal employees. They're not getting paid. And some of them wow. are. Some of them have to work without getting paid, and some of them are just sent home without getting paid. These people have families. They have bills. They have lives. I just think it's really insensitive. Like I said, for him to um to to be, I think somebody needs to to work on their checks, hold up their money, and I think they'll be able to work something out. Right, because that system pay, and I and from I saw something on there that um uh they're getting um somebody got a raise. I'm like, what in the world? How are you getting a raise? These people ain't getting no money at all during the shutdown. What? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. But you know what? I'm going to definitely have to have you back on in two weeks because he missed about uh, a lot of time trying to work with these technical difficulties. But there's some topics that, you know, me and you would like to talk real talk about. So I'm going to have to have you back on in about two weeks if you can fit me in your your schedule, fit little <laughs> little me in your schedule. I really, really appreciate it so we can, so so we can shoot the breeze. Of course. Okay. Of course. Well, definitely. Thank you. you Thank you so much. Tell everybody um, – when your show comes on, I told you, you know, talking ish with Kyrie. I can't say the real name on my show, but tell everybody okay. when your show comes talking on. Talking ish, <laughs> talking ish with Kyrie <laughs> is on. <laughs> is on Sunday. We will be back. Um, let me just tell. We will right now. We're on, we're on the highest of the end of the year, but we will be back on February the third. And my show comes on Sundays, and it's at uh, six p.m. Eastern time. So for all those, right. I'm That's on Block Talk Radio as well. That's so, what? Oh, okay. 
All right. I can't wait to and come back I'll on so we, can talk, so we can re- do some real okay. talking on your show as well. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. All right. Well, th- thank you so much for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. I hope you have a good night. Thank you. You do the same. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. That was Kyrie. So coming right up now, we have the lady of the hour, Miss Joyce Fields, who's going to talk about the best way to keep a man is to let him go. Among other things, I can't wait to find out exactly what she's talking about. She's made this claim that 80% of the success of a relationship rests on the shoulders of women. I really got to find out how that's the truth. But coming right up after this break, we're going to have Miss Joyce Fields calling in from Detroit, Michigan, right after this. You've been listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. We'll be right back. Many medicines used to treat colds and flu contain acetaminophen, a pain reliever and fever reducer found in hundreds of over-the-counter and prescription medicines. But taking too much or more than one medication containing acetaminophen per day can damage your liver. So always read the label and don't take acetaminophen if you drink three or more alcoholic drinks every day. To learn more, visit fda.gov slash OTC pain info. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Food and Drug Administration. One in three adults has prediabetes. One in three. That means it could be you, your football buddy, your football buddy, or you, your best man, your worst man, you, your dog walker, your cat jogger. While one in three adults has prediabetes, with early diagnosis, prediabetes can be reversed. Take the risk test at doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its prediabetes awareness partners. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. You're now listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. Our guest for tonight, Ms. Joyce Fields. She is a resident of Arcadia, California. She She's the author of, what, tons of books, tons of books. But so she's going to talk to us tonight about the book that she wrote, The Best Way to Keep a Man is to Let Him Go. And the author she shares her experiences and her observations based on a 56-year relationship and 46-year marriage to the same man. And she said the fire is still hot, hot, hot. So she's here. I definitely, definitely want to talk to her about why she says 80% of the success of a relationship lies on the shoulders of a woman. So help me welcome to the show, Ms. Joyce Fields. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you, Will? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing fine. I always say I'm too blessed to be stressed. Too blessed? You know what? I need to take that into 2019 myself. Well, that's what I live by. off good, and then we had some technical issues, so I just need to take that. I'm going to use that for the rest of the show. Too blessed to be stressed. I appreciate that. Pass it around. But thank you for calling in. Looking at this title, the best way to keep a man is to let him go. Now, some background information. So you've been in a relationship with a man for 56 years married to him for 46 years, 
And no, that's, that, is, that is not correct. I don't know if what I sent you, but we have been together for 61 years since oh. we were 13 years old. He's 75. I'll be 75 years old next month. We have been married for 51 years. Wow. Well, yeah, that's what I have right here with the same man yeah. fire. It's still hot, hot. Well, maybe because this came off your book, your thing on Amazon. So maybe this was back then. That's where it, yeah. Perhaps. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and but, says, yeah, so it's, it's 61 um, years together and 51 years of marriage. So, yeah, so, so I guess that's what makes you an expert. That's why you're an expert on it. That's what I'm right. calling myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I definitely need to find out. I'm engaged to be married in September. So I definitely need some tips on how I can maintain it, and especially, like you said, keep it hot, hot, hot. So why do you say 80% of the success of a relationship lies on the shoulders of women? Okay, why, I'll why tell you why I say that. This is all based, okay. all, everything in this book, it's only 64 pages, which includes 21 pages of recipes. So there's only 40-some pages of text. God blessed me with the talent for being succinct. So what, based on my observations and experiences, that's Mm -hmm. what it is, 80%. Now, women are born practically domesticated. We come here prepared to uh, play house, have tea parties, all of that Mm -hmm. stuff, especially playing house. Um, and I sure did it as I, when I was a little girl. Men are not socialized, and they are not born domesticated. Mm. So women must be patient with men to kind of gear themselves into a relationship and a marriage. Men don't long to be husbands and, and fathers. Women long to be wives and mothers. Wait a minute now. I don't know if I agree with that. Well, that's yeah. It's all controversial. Most most uh-huh. men do not think about. They don't come into this world thinking about being uh, what their wedding day is going to be like. Girls okay. do okay. that. Okay. I got you. I got you with that. Yeah. Okay. So but this is all based sense. on what I'm seeing. Right. You know. So yeah. So in your relationship, so to be what you said over six decades, what, what yes. are some tips what to, to create a happy, healthy marriage? What are some tips that you found on your journey work that can help somebody okay. get to where you are? Well, I have a lot of chapters in the book, and the very first chapter is modify the way you think. Women, okay. um, you got to look at any, any groom on his wedding day. He's like a fish out of water for the most part. You know, he's really mm-hmm. nervous and all that. And the bride was bride is ecstatic. <laughs> this is right. her dream come true. <laughs> right, right. I can relate to that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know on my wedding day, uh, fifty-one years ago, my husband, when he had the bachelor party, he was he mm-hmm. came to the wedding hungover. <laughs> And he was just teetering back and forth as he was standing beside <laughs> me, saying, yeah. getting ready to say his vows, sweating like a pig. Uh-huh. I can imagine. I can imagine. Yes. <laughs> so, so the people, making sure they say modify so. the way they think. 
Modify mm-hmm. the way you think. And then, you know, women are um, a huge percentage of females read romance novels. All of this is in the book mm-hmm. and, and magazines. Okay. I know I did when I was like 14, 15, 16, 17, probably all the way up to 18. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I was reading romance novels and magazines. So all of this stuff goes to uh, the fact that we are really socialized in the wrong way. You know, we have okay. uh, all these romantic ideas about relationships, and the, the women have really been done a disservice, you know, all this knight in shining armor crap. Right, right. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, so, and so, and, and, and men, what'd you say, Will? So I was going to say, so if, if women have been socialized for that, so how did you finally get your husband to settle down then? If he did, like you said, guys don't grow up, Waiting it for takes the years. day or you know, longing. It takes years. After it takes marriage, years. Yeah. It takes wow. years. Okay. And you have to be patient and understanding and tolerant. Hmm. That's deep. So you, so now is this years after you get married or years of dating, preparing them for, for marriage? Years after marriage, you know, because then you, you know, it has, it takes a lot of work to uh, build and keep a, and maintain a relationship. And so nowadays, you know, we have such a throwaway society uh, until it's affected the relationships as well. Um, right. So, hmm? No, go ahead. Okay. So now, um, women, uh, I can remember the old saying that boys must sow their wild oats. And then I wondered if uh, you have any wild oats to sow, then what happens if you, when you reap what you sow? So so I thought about that too. But now, Mm -hmm. I guess females don't have any wild oats to sow. As a matter of fact, no. girls are called fast, loose, tramps, sluts, etc. If they're too friendly with the guys, right? Yeah. So we are socialized differently, and and we are looked at differently when we behave in those ways. The the, the call fast, loose, tramps, sluts, and all of that. But the guys can sow their wild oats. So what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think the tables are turned. I mean, it's, I, like my pastor was saying, a lot of women nowadays are choosing not to get married. They're choosing to start families on their own. Um, I think oh, yeah. those tables are turned, you know, not necessarily because of, you know, women's rights and for being liberated. A lot of women, girls aren't raised. Back in the day, they were raised to be a good wife or raised to start a family or have a child. And then now a lot of times, you know, they're raising their daughters to be independent and to go to school and get a degree so they can stand on their own. Um, so yes, I guess that's those true. roles, they're, they're, they're starting to change. That's, that's true. But you still, most women want a relationship with a man. True. Okay. Okay. So, and I get that. There, there's nothing wrong with getting your education. I got mine. And there's nothing wrong with having a job and, and, you know, working in your career and all of that. But it has to be some type of a balance there. Right. A lot of it is just totally out of balance right now. So then what do you consider to be one of the biggest mistakes that couples make nowadays? 
I think one of the biggest mistakes they make is separating their money. He's got certain really? bills to pay, and she's got certain bills to pay. I think that it should be – now, the way that we have always done it is we have this like a general fund. You know, all, the money goes into the general fund, and all the bills get paid out of it. So, so you if you separate your money, you'll separate your spirits. Ah. Now, that's different. That's something different there because I've always been hearing now that you should have three accounts. You should have your, your main money, like you said, where – bills and your expenses come out of, but then you each should have your money so that you don't have to consult with each other on what you want to do. So you don't, you, you don't agree with that. It hasn't worked for us. What has worked for us okay. is just the general fund. Um, and so, you, you know, it, togetherness in money means togetherness mm-hmm. in spirit and emotionalism too. Right. I guess that So if you separate your money, addition. you're separating your spirits. Yeah. So I have uh, lots of chapters, and uh, another uh, chapter is observe and learn your man. So if you know what he likes, do it more often. If you know what he doesn't like, don't do it as often. Uh, what things he likes to, uh, the meals he likes to uh, to eat, prepare them for him. Um, and if you have something that he likes to see you wear, wear that often, or some styles or whatever. But if if the woman is content, now letting him go means being secure enough within yourself that you don't worry about where he is when he's not with you. A lot of these uh, females nowadays will call the guys like every 15, 20, 35 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, and see where he is, want to check up on him, want to know where he's going and what he's doing, what time he's going. You don't do that. You have to be secure enough within yourself and have a life of your own that you don't worry about that. Now, is this something? Now, okay. So, let's just be real. Is this something that you went directly into the relationship with the mindset of, or over time did you have a, did you learn by perhaps you trial have and to, error? That see, you... when when we were coming up, the older women guided younger girls. The younger, right? They would the aunts, the well, especially the mothers. And then I watched my mother do this, let my father go. You know, my father worked afternoons, and he liked to play poker, and he liked to go around the corner to play checkers at the uh, whatever it's called, the smoke shop or whatever it was called uh, when I was a little girl. So my father did all of these things. And my mother, I never even heard my mother say anything about where are you going, where are you going to, how, when are you going to come back. She never said anything like that. So I lived that as a young girl. Uh, but at the same time, my mother, my aunts, my older cousins, they showed us and talked to us about male-female relationships. That does not happen today as much. Now, this book tries to fill that void of talking to young girls, especially. Um, be willing and ready to pay your dues. Mm. God put the onus on men that they must be willing to die for their women. So I figured that if I were a man, I would not be willing to die for a woman who could not show me that she was definitely in my corner. In most right. long-term relationships right. where the couple is in their 70s or 80s, and we're there now, or 90s, mm-hmm. the man seems content to sit back and relax 
and let his wife be the assertive one. Why? Probably because in virtually all situations, she has proven that she will say and do the right thing. He knows that, and he can trust her judgment. That did not happen overnight. It did not happen without a lot of tears shed by the female, a lot of unlearning undertaken by the female, a lot of heated discussions, and a lot of other stuff. That's all part of the book. Um, Right. My cousins, uh, now they're both dead now, but uh, she was in the hospital, and a young lady asked her, uh, her name was Henrietta, that was my cousin, Ask her uh, how long she'd been married and how she could stay married that long. And um, Henrietta replied, you have to take a lot of S-H-I-T. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I get that. Uh-huh. I get that. Fantasy versus reality <laughs> is another chapter. Romance novels and magazines, Fantasy. I talked about that. Right, right. Um, and that's basically what social media, how they paint the the, the relationship is supposed to be, uh, flowers and daisies. Basically. I know. That's wrong. Yeah, and then, and yeah so people so get in, they females, say it's not like that, and then they get out. They get out of it. No, they don't have exactly. Right. Exactly. See, they have I all this that. stuff painted as and when he opened the door, he saw her and his face lit up. It's nothing <laughs> like <Yeah>. that. <laughs> exactly. I agree with that, and I, I think especially the younger generation, um, yes. that's what they feel. Because of social media, people only post what looks good. Um, so mm-hmm. everybody goes out trying to compare their relationship to the next person, and when they see it's yes, not like that, exactly. you know, they And you up. should not be comparing but, your relationship to anybody else's. Exactly. exactly. So Learn how see. to fight is another chapter. In uh, most arguments that you have, somebody's trying to win. In a heated mm-hmm. discussion, each person might be trying to win. But winning is not an issue. When you have a disagreement, choose your words and actions wisely. One word, phrase, or action can lead to another. Then, before you know it, the situation has escalated, and you already headed for separation or divorce. Right. So learn how to fight. I use a a method uh, called speed bump. When we're getting into a heated discussion, I'll say speed bump, (laughs) then we stop. And what does that do? It causes us to collect ourselves, calm down. Okay. Okay. So you agree with the fact that when you're having an argument, it's okay to just stop, take some time to cool down, and then you can can speak to each other more. You see, and I thought that in a formal relationship, they wanted to talk about it right then, right then, in which you're still upset, you're going, you're more combative, and you may not yes. choose your words right, like you say. So I, I mm-hmm. do agree with the fact that you should take some time. Now I'm going to start using what you said, speed bump, called speed bump. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, speed do bump. That. What, what do you do when, you hit a, when you're coming up on the speed bump in the street? You slow down. You yes, slow you down. do. You have to slow down. Because so otherwise you're going to tear up your car. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. I like that. I like that. So yeah, so you're going like to tear up your relationship perfect. over some words. Over some words. So don't do it. Words. Uh, another chapter probably, is remember take... that you have faults too. When women oh, get yeah. together, if the discussion turns to male-female relationships and men's behavior and faults, and it almost always does, I have mm-hmm. never, even to this day, 
heard a woman make any statement relative to the fact that her man has to put up with her faults. From learning, from listening to women, you think that females don't have faults. And I even to exactly. this very day, January what the 8th, 2019, I've never ever in my life heard a woman say that her man has to put up with her faults. Hmm. On, only his. He's so horrible. Yeah. Well, okay. Okay. So this okay. book really sounds like it is perfect for people who um who really want to be in it for the long haul. Yeah, it is. It's tried and true technique. Okay, and when you're when you're having um, uh, discussions, you have to give specific examples. I always say that we are obligated to tell each other what we see that we think is not right or not healthy for the relationship or the person. The other person right. is obligated to listen carefully, but we have to remember that no one is obligated to change. Many times the behavior will improve because you both are watching and aware but you can't get mad if no change is made. You did your part. The rest is up to the other person. So you can just tell them what you see and what you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, think before you speak. Years ago when we were married, I mean maybe five years you know, when we were married, uh, my husband stayed out all night long. He came in the mm-hmm. next day. I was fit to be tied, Will. Ooh. <laughs> I can imagine. But I figured that if I loaded off on him, he would just mm-hmm. turn around and walk right back out the door. Exactly. Which he probably would have done. So I mm-hmm. said, well, okay, I thought about it. And when he came in the door, I heard the key in the door, and then I walked up to him, kissed him, as I always did. Mm-hmm. And I said, you want breakfast? And he was looking at me like, whoa, you know, I, he didn't know what to think, you know. Exactly. Could, well, exactly. I could have bitten a brick in two. Mm. So uh, I was so mad, but I didn't show it and I didn't act it because mm-hmm. I figured that he would just go back out if if he if I did that. And he wouldn't right. respect the way that I responded to him. And mm-hmm. I don't think that he ever did that again. For many, 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 many years. So, so you never discussed it. I didn't even. I didn't care where he was. What difference would it have made at that point? I guess you're right. Yeah. I guess you're right. <laughs> but you could have let him know how it made you feel, perhaps. Maybe. Oh, he knew. Oh, he knew. <laughs> yes. He knew. Okay. So that's when oh, I wow. think before you speak. Always think think about mm-hmm. the action or think about the response you want to get. Then right. develop your approach. Hmm. Always okay. be a lady. There's an old saying, be a lady in the parlor and a tramp in the bedroom. I'm Yay. going to talk that's about being a about. lady. I'll leave you to your own imagination about being a tramp in the bedroom. In the parlor is a dressing when you are in the company of or can be seen by others. Ladies are respectful of themselves and others. Ladies don't get drunk in public. Ladies don't insult their men or their children, especially not in the presence of others. Ladies are not loud and boisterous. Ladies must make their men 
uh, children and others feel good about being in their presence because others know that they will be treated with class, dignity, and respect. Ladies have a positive reputation. When you don't act like a lady, or negative rep- your negative reputation precedes you. Everyone is nervous about what you might say or do. Eliminate the mystery and apprehension. Act like a lady. Be a lady. I like that. If he has like children, that. respect them. Oh. Treat them as your own. There's another old saying about how the children you give birth to can be the ones that will turn on you uh, in your old age, and the children you mm-hmm. don't give birth to could be the ones that come to your rescue. So exactly. always treat everybody. Before. Yeah, exactly. Now here's right. my so, favorite chapter. Go ahead. Hmm? Go ahead. Okay. My favorite chapter is don't take, quote, man, unquote, advice from a woman who has no man. A lot oh. of females now will listen to women who don't even have a man. Who and don't they'll tell have them, one. exactly. I know. It, it, that is idiotic. Why will you take some advice from a, a woman who has no man? I don't, I just, or, that or does not add up one. to me. Exactly. I, exactly. And also I say, uh, and be careful about discussing your man, advi- your man and or your relationship with other women. Be very careful okay. and very selective. Your best bet yeah. is to ask an older woman who has or had a solid relationship with her man. Right. Right. So not only should you not take advice from a woman who, who has no man, don't take advice from a woman who speaks negatively about her relationship with her man. So don't do that either. And especially don't have her around your man. You got that right. Because, honey, when you quit him and, and after her her advice, you quit him, she'll be the first one in line to get him. She'll, uh, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You're right about that. Yeah, I've seen that yeah. myself. Well, see. Exactly. <laughs> this is all based on what so I have So how did you get your start writing books? Hmm? How did you get your start writing books? Well, I'm the oldest of seven, and we didn't have any sibling rivalry in our family and we just had just nothing but love and affection and all. And I wrote this in 1997. I wrote my first book. It's called Line of Serenity. It's a memoir. And I wrote it for the future children in our family so that they could see the way that we were raised. And right. um, I let a lot of people read the manuscript, and everybody that read it said that I should publish this. Uh, one um, lady was... Um, store manager for Barnes & Noble. She said it was the only memoir, African-American memoir, that she had ever read that did not have drugs, sex, abuse, violence in it. There's nothing but love in this book. That's the way our family is. We are a hugging, kissing family all the way down through the cousins. Oh, wow. We hug and kiss hello, we hug and kiss goodbye, and we just have a good time with each other. Mm-hmm. Now, here's another good chapter. Don't use sex as a weapon. My Uh, husband has never been relegated to the couch. (laughs) Regardless. Yeah, I don't care. Regardless, Mm -hmm. that's correct. And we don't go Mm -hmm. to bed angry. Um, Okay. Over the life of your... Hmm? I think that's a good one. Don't go to bed angry. 
That's no, definitely don't. A good one. Yeah. Because you never you never know which one of you won't wake up in, in the next you know the next morning. So you, the exactly. dinner will be really heartbroken. So I I really don't uh, go do that. Go to bed angry. Um, over the life of your relationship, your man is going to make you mad plenty of times. If you truly love him and you come to realize and understand that this too shall pass, then there is no reason to withhold sex as a way of getting even. And if Mm -hmm. you're happier with him than you would be without him, there's no reason for you to want to get even. Right. The relationship has to blossom and to the point where you're emotionally and spiritually comfortable with each other and know that whatever the problem, you'll work it out together. As I said previously, develop and live by the model that separation and divorce is not an option. Anyway, right. if you withhold sex from him, you're withholding it from yourself, too. Think about that. Exactly. Okay. Uh, so, and then it says, uh, and don't have too many headaches, either. Because if you do, he's likely to look for someone who doesn't have headaches or who can have a headache and still have sex. Mm-hmm. Don't depend on your man to make you happy. Well, that's that's a big thing for all areas of your life. That's true. Now, I think a lot of people do think that getting in relationships will make them happy. Yes. Happiness comes from within yourself. Exactly. Yeah. If you're not happy within yourself, then nobody and nothing is going to make you happy. It's only a temporary thing where you go through your being happy and all of that. It's a temporary thing. It has to come from your core. Exactly. That's good. But you know what? We're we're pressed for time from the segment right now, but I want to know how people can find your book because you also have several other books that I want you to talk about, but where can people get a, a copy of this book from? Okay. The the books are available at goodshortbooks.com. That's good shortbooks.com. This particular book is 64 pages, includes 21 pages of recipes, like I said. It's $9.99. All of the books okay. on uh, Good Short... Hmm? It has recipes. That's what I really like about it, too. Yes, it has. The last chapter is The Way to a Man's Heart is Through His Stomach. Um, mm-hmm. And it has desserts, entrees, side dishes, I've got macaroni and cheese, chicken and dressing, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. banana pudding. People, my family lines up when I make a banana pudding, and this is my own recipe okay. for banana pudding. Okay. Uh, I've got apple okay. pie, and Yeti's pound cake, which has been in the family for over 50 years. That's a recipe of hers. Uh, I have cherry cream cheese, pineapple cream cheese pie, lasagna, chili, meatloaf, all of it. Mm. That sounds wonderful. Yeah, That's 21 wonderful. recipes in here. And they're easy to make okay. and they are delicious. My favorite one okay. is skillet chicken and rice. You like chicken? I do, yes. You like rice? I do. And you like onions? I love onions, yes. That's all it is. I made it up. <laughs> it's chicken, rice, chicken broth. And, and onions, and I salivate when I'm standing at the stove making it. I just can't wait oh, for it to get ready. Okay. All right. Okay. I'm going to definitely have to so, pick up a copy of that book so I can get some 
good knowledge and some good dishes at the same time. Oh yeah, and men are buying this book. Uh, Russell yeah. Russell Griffith, he's a, a guy, and he calls it a masterpiece. <laughs> okay, all right. Yeah, so well, some I'm other books that. To. You you said some other books you you want to talk about some yeah. other ones if you mm-hmm. looked at the website. What are Which some ones other, did you want to uh, talk titles? about? I thought that you no just give us some of the names. I thought that you have a book for about pets. You're a pet lover. My sister has that one. I have we have eleven books on the website. I wrote ten. She wrote one. She wrote the one about the dogs. That book is okay. fabulous too. You'll laugh and you'll cry. It's a true story. She has had fifteen dogs in her life that she oh, could remember. Goodness. Yeah, uh-huh. and she's got three oh. right now. Wow, wow. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We're going to direct people to that site so they can check out all your masterpieces, including your sister's book. Um, but you definitely want to pick up a copy of this book. Um, all the wisdom that you shared is is enough to, to direct us directly to that site to pick up a copy of the book. Um, how can people get in contact with you? Do you have a way that people can contact you? Oh, yeah, definitely. Um the email is goodshortbooks at yahoo.com. So it's goodshortbooks.com is the website, and the email is goodshortbooks at yahoo.com. And I'm on Facebook, uh, Joyce Fields. I'm on Instagram, JJFields7, the number seven. And I'm on Twitter, at goodshortbooks. Awesome. Joyce, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing this information. Like I said, I have a wedding coming up in September, and I'm going to take some of this knowledge into my wedding, into my marriage, um, so that I can last just as long as you and your husband. So I well, thank it. you, Will. You know, I'm telling you, uh, men are buying the book, too, because I think that men just buy it just to see what I'm telling the women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. But thank you again so much. I appreciate you calling in. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Will. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. All right. That was Joyce Fields. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. I have some closing thoughts. And to tell you a little bit about what's coming up next week. You've been listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. We'll be right back. When I was little, I didn't talk for a long time. I was sensitive to lights and sounds, so I built secret hiding places where they couldn't get in. Sometimes, I did the same things over and over, until one day, I found out I had autism. My family got me help. Slowly, I learned how to live with it better. Early intervention can make a lifetime of difference. Learn the signs at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying, that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying, totally, just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. 
To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. You're now listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. I want to thank everybody for tuning in to our Season 8 premiere. I really apologize for the technical difficulties in the beginning of the show. You know, it's always something murky law in full effect, but thank you for tuning in. I want to I want to thank Kyrie for calling in for the chat segment. Um, he's going to be back in about two weeks so that we can really dig into some of the issues that are on the tongues of, the, of our listeners. Also, to Ms. Joyce Fields, our special guest, make sure that you go and check out that book. Um, the best way to – what was the name of the book? The best way to keep a man is to let him go among other things. Wow. She gave some really good information. Next week we have coming up Karen Ford, who's going to talk about how to demolish debt and build wealth. That is one of my goals for 2019. So she's going to share some very special information. And we have coming to join us for the chat, we have my girl Paula B. who's going to come in. And hopefully we're going to talk about some hot things. I'm sure it's not going to be hot topics, something about relationships, which everybody likes. So, um, that's it. That's our time for tonight. Until next week, thanks for the conversation. Everybody, and be blessed. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's show. I hope you get a chance during the week to visit our site at livewithwill.com for up-to-date show information, including exclusive opportunities and exciting upcoming interviews. Be sure to tune in next week, same place, same time, for another informative show of real people, real topics, real talk. Let's face it, 